Welcome to See Uncovered, a place where you'll find the stories of proven entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Ashley Henschel. Welcome to CEO Uncovered. I'm so excited to welcome Jasmine Lawrence, CEO and founder of Eden Body Works. Thank you for joining me, Jasmine. Thanks for having me. I just wanted to start with asking you about a little bit about yourself. Can you dive into who you are and what you do? Absolutely. So uh, I am the founder of Eden Body Works. It's a company that I created back when I was only in middle school. And uh, we make natural hair and body care products, primarily for um, women of color with curly hair, which as a kid was a market that I saw that just had a lot of opportunity um, to create quality, natural, affordable products. Um, But I'm also an engineer. I serve as a product manager at a company called Everyday Robots, where we're making learning robots to try and help people in their everyday lives. Wow, that's so interesting. How did you get into the Everyday Robots? Yeah. So when I was a kid, I saw a movie called Bicentennial Man. And I saw that, and that movie is about kind of humanoid robots that are just a part of our everyday helping with things like laundry, elder care, um, you know, dull, dirty, dangerous tasks. And as a kid, I thought, you know, that's something that doesn't exist today. And I would love to be a part of creating something in the future where, you know, it's not all figured out, you know, a lot of the jobs that people will tell us about, um, were kind of well-established and really parts of upholding society. And I was really more interested in in really being a part of creating the future. So I went to school and I studied, um, I actually studied engineering through a a program called Project Lead the Way when I was in high school, and then went on to study computer science at Georgia Tech and later human-centered design and engineering at the University of Washington uh, before landing my first job in tech and eventually robotics. Wow. I want, so what do you think started your passion for entrepreneurship and business? Yeah, it was really based on my own need um, for these products. So I had lost my hair due to a chemical relaxer or perm. And I was going through this process to try and straighten my hair to really try and fit into these like Eurocentric um, styles of beauty that were really being imposed on lots of women who looked like me. Everyone had to have long straight hair. It was just that was just the look uh, image of beauty at the time. And, um, and I, I was really striving for that. And so when I permed my hair and most of it fell out, I was just in shock. Uh, but I used that foundation, you know, my focus on math and science to try and figure out, okay, how can I experiment with different natural ingredients instead of chemical ingredients to create something that could help me grow my hair back? Yeah. Uh, I used my allowance, bought oils and herbs and spices, went to the library, got different books to learn about what these different ingredients could do and really just mix them together until I had a solution for myself. Mm-hmm. It wasn't until uh, a couple of years later where I went to a business camp hosted by the Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship, where I learned that starting a business is a great way to meet a need that you see in your community. And mm-hmm. the need that I saw was that uh, women were not able to embrace their natural hair. They weren't able to care for and nourish and and take care of their hair. They were always trying to slick it down or hairspray it up or make it 
bend and be some way that it wasn't. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that really had uh, not just an emotional limit, but really uh, a limit to their potential of who they could be and how they were showing up in the world. And so I decided to start a company to really combat that, support women in being who they want to be and and really pursuing um, full, healthy, happy lives. That's amazing. At the age of 13, you're mixing products to try to find the right thing for you. How did you go about finding what products would work in a solution? Yeah, like any great entrepreneur, I did a lot of interviews. I asked a lot of questions to women that were in my community and my network, sent out surveys, held focus groups. I would travel to different hair shows and conferences, really just to learn what people were struggling with. Mm -hmm. And so I'm proud to say that 17 years later, we still have that same anchor on being um, concern-based, right? So, you know, we don't sell products just because it's going to make your hair long or shiny, but we try and help you combat, you know, what are, what are your struggles? Is it with detangling? Is it breakage? Is it dry scalp? Is it itchy scalp? What are those challenges that you're facing in terms of the health of your hair and how can we support you in that? As well as kind of what's going on in your life. Um, do you need more rest? Do you need more peace? Do you need um, whatever it might be? And really trying to combine um, the messaging and the impact of the product to support you in your, in your full life. So you have a formula, you're at the age of 13, am I right? What is the next step? How do you get from there to starting a company? Yeah, so it definitely it starts with it definitely starts with the need, right? Mm-hmm. Being able to clearly articulate, okay, I'm creating this hair oil um, for myself. It's focused on growth, it's focused on um, it's focused on the health of my scalp as number one, yeah. making sure that you know my scalp is nourished because you know, the soil that you grow a plant in is really going to dictate how well it grows. And, you know, really just getting together, what are the key points, what are the key messaging? And then we know, what does it look like? What is our brand identity? How are we going to stand out? And so I listed some values of who we are, who we would be as an organization, right? Clean, pure, natural, quality, affordable, these types of things. Um, And even during the formulation, I kept track of what is the price per ounce that mm-hmm. it costs me so that I can figure out, okay, if I do this formulation, how much would I need to sell it for to be able to make this type of margin on it? And, um, you know, that's like really the early stage of saying like, could this be a viable business, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously you have to register and get licensed and, you know, get your tax ID and kind of go through the formalities of establishing an enterprise. Um, but making sure that the business made sense would really Uh, the first start. So creating a business plan is essentially what I've described here. And the Network for Teaching Entrepreneurship gave me a template, just a a basic template that I could fill in the blank and see, is this going to be a good ROI? Do I have clear messaging put together for how I might market? Do I have a target consumer? Do I understand all the, um, not just the ingredients, but the packaging and the other costs of running this business? Mm -hmm. And that allowed me to know like, okay, I'd have to save my allowance for two months to be able to afford to make 20 bottles, right? So could I even afford to keep up with uh, with production if I became, let's say, wildly successful? Uh, so yeah, that's how I got started, right? With a, with a detailed business plan. And at that point, are you making the formula at your house? Yeah, I started in my kitchen and then slowly moved to my basement. Uh, after launching a website, you know, we're getting a real good steady flow of of orders just from people organically finding us or being referred to from a friend. Um, and I would say when I was in high school is when I bought my first filling and labeling machines. Again, still still doing everything by hand with the machines at home, still mixing you know, all of the um, gallons and gallons of formulation by myself. Um, but it was when I was thinking about being able to go to college 
um, that I decided to try and find a US-based manufacturer to really help scale things up. And it was also at that time where I started getting my first uh, nationwide deals with major retailers like Walmart. And I couldn't keep up with creating all the products that Walmart was ordering by hand. That was in high school, you were getting these deals with Walmart? Yeah, yeah. In high school, I got my first pilot and then full-term contract with Walmart. It was also uh, around the same time that I was featured on the Oprah Winfrey show. And that gave huge exposure to the brand, which really increased sales. How was your experience on that show? It was fantastic. And and it really opened the door to a a lot of other news outlets. You know, I had my quote unquote, 15 minutes of fame when I was only 15 years old. Uh, She was very supportive and encouraging to me, shared that she had a similar story of losing her hair to a relaxer, of being judged because of the way that she showed up with her natural hair on screen. And, you know, at the time she was already a professional journalist, you know, working in in, in local and national media, and she was still facing these criticisms. And I'm like, if Oprah, someone as successful as you face this, you know, and I'm facing it too, like we have that thing in common and that really her, her encouragement saying the problem that you're attacking is real and that there are real women whose lives could be transformed if they were able to have something that allowed them to embrace themselves and live their fullest lives and to see her and to hear that, that encouragement from her was just such a motivating factor for me. Sure, having Oprah's support, it's the world. <laughs> So how are you finding balance with going to school, starting a company, about to go to college? Where are you finding the balance in your life? It was definitely tough. You know, I would definitely say that's one of the biggest challenges in my career and in my life is time management. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, what has really helped is it's having clear priorities about what's important, right? Mm -hmm. Time with my family, getting my degrees was, was very important. And to be able to have a life where I could pursue and prioritize those things, I had to build a team, you know, originally my team was my mom, my dad, sisters, neighbors, Um, but eventually I had to bring in experts who were also just skilled in their roles, but also passionate about the mission of the company. So building a team to help manage day-to-day operations so that I could do more with my time was helpful. Uh, I also kind of have a really strict schedule um, of, of what I do in terms of exercising and, you know, having my quiet time to pray or meditate and really prioritizing kind of taking care of myself so that I can put in these hours and put in this time to work in technology and and still um, still manage the business. And what do you look for when you are building a team and hiring? Yeah. So when I, like I said, when I look at hiring, I really look at kind of the strength of their skills, right? Do they have experience or the talent necessary to do the job? So are we bringing in someone in marketing or finance? Are we bringing in an intern that has experience doing social media or someone who has a growth mindset? And it's like, hey, I don't know it all, but I'm willing to learn. And here's examples of how I've kind of grown and learned in the past. But I'm also looking for somebody who's passionate about the mission that we're on, right? I want to know why does what we do matter to you, right? Because when we, what we're doing is, is not just you know, making shampoo and conditioner, we're really trying to have an impact on people's lives. So if you're not passionate about supporting women, about empowering women and enabling them, it's just not going to be a fun place for you to work. And you're not going to bring that same creativity and new ideas, right? Because I'm not the kind of CEO who says, I know everything, right? I want to crowdsource my ideas, not just from the feedback from our customers, but also from the team, right? Come up with creative, exciting ideas that you might want to try. 
And I'm just a firm believer that employment relationships should be mutually beneficial. So I want the company to be able to offer you opportunities to grow and stretch and develop yourself, which means there has to be some fundamental alignment with the things that you want to do and the things that we're trying to accomplish. And for those who don't know, what is it like being a CEO? What is your day-to-day working at your company? Yeah, for me, uh, I still have a lot of time that's invested in our strategic vision. So what are we trying to do? What are we going to do in the future? And, and why are we doing it? What is our motivation behind it? What are the partnerships that we might need to uh, be able to be successful in accomplishing things? And also, you know, a big part of my role is, is kind of fundraising and, and, and making sure that we, you know, have the finances together um, to, to, to afford these goals, right? So for example, one of the things that was important to me last Last year was that we show up for the vegan consumers that I've been getting a lot of feedback for. And that meant, hey, we potentially need to partner with an organization that recognizes or that can recognize that the majority of our products are vegan. And so, um, you know, going out there, reaching out to PETA, uh, you know, figuring out, okay, these are the requirements, these are the approvals, these are the things, and delegating to my team and saying, hey, we need this information to be certified, we need these, you know, this paperwork in order, and submitting that, and being the champion of this initiative, even if I'm not doing all of the day-to-day execution work, because it's important that we show up, and that we can, you know, connect with people in that way, and say, hey, if this is a lifestyle that you're choosing, here's what we have to support and accommodate you, that's one example, or even on setting the vision for saying like, hey, we're going international. So maybe I'll commission some research so that we can better understand international markets, um, Africa, Europe, things like that. So that we're not trying to offer a one size fits all solution, but that we're figuring out how how might we need to adapt our packaging or even our formulations to better suit those populations. And then figuring out what lines, what product lines do we have or what new product lines we we might need to create um, to meet the needs that we're hearing from new customers. So it really is a lot about yeah. Uh, ideas and leadership and communication and giving direction and empowering the team to go use their creativity and use their skills to bring those to life. Lastly, I wanted to ask you, what drives you at this point in your career and what are your goals for the future? That's a great question. So I'm very, very driven by service, by the ability to make impact in people's lives. And so whether that's through my career in technology, building robots that could help people in different ways, or building products that could support women and you know living their living their best life. Uh, I I ultimately measure my success, not just by the money that I make or by my salary, but by the impact that I'm able to have. And I recognize that impact by getting feedback from customers, right? Hearing them say, hey, this product worked for me, or hey, I never used to do my own hair, or I never felt confident in the way that I looked. And now I do because I was able to learn or grow or find something that works. So that's kind of um, what keeps me motivated, that there are always new problems to solve and and, and new ways to grow. Um, And in the future, Like I said, I want to continue to expand the reach of the company and the impact we're able to make in people's lives. And that means, you know, showing up and meeting people where they are in their different countries and their different bodegas and shops and stores. But that also means forming a deeper connection with my community. And so, you know, the the limitations and restrictions of travel are being limited. So I'd love to go back out there in the world. We used to do a national tour and go to different major cities across the U.S. and around the world to really meet people where they are and connect with them personally. So I'd love to do more of that, not just at my business, but you know, with some of my creative endeavors and service endeavors as well. So in the future, it's just really getting out there and, and making contact with the world. Jasmine, you've had a wonderful career that's only getting better as it seems. And I thank you for being on here and on our-
our students a little bit more about what it's like starting a company at such a young age and how you can take it off. And I thank you again for joining us today. Thanks for listening to See Uncovered. You can check out more at www.createeveryopportunity.org. Thanks again.